1: Hey, it's anne Welcome back to another show. Just you and I hanging out today, taking some notes, but really just having a conversation of things that I've learned over the last number of years around maintaining your motivation. So if you're a solopreneur and perhaps you are doing a lot of the things in your business yourself, or maybe You've got a small team and you've set up this business. You love the work that you do. You love the clients being able to support them. But if you're honest with yourself, there are days where you just feel like you're dragging your feet and you're thinking, where am I going to get the energy that I need today to be able to give my best to my clients? If that sounds like you, then stick around, grab a pen and paper, take down some notes because I've been there too. You know, work that you love doing, you're really living your purpose and making a much bigger impact in the world. But every now and again, it's like, wow, where am I going to get that energy? So there are five different areas that I want to talk about today and sharing some of the things that I've learned, some of the things that I've done and some of the things that I know to be true and very, very important. And what? What I want you to do is just listen out for anything that you think, well, maybe that's an area that I need to look at further. There are certain insights that I can share today, but really let this episode be an episode that speaks about certain things that you can then go away and do more research whether it's relevant for you, what's relevant for you and what can you do to make improvement. And when you do make that 1% change, I'm sure you've heard that before. If you make a 1% change each and every day, you'll find that the momentum that's built from that will suddenly compound and really be helping you to show up each and every day At your optimum. So, the five key areas that I want to talk about today that has been very impactful for me, very important, is environmental, practical, physical emotional, and spiritual. Now, all of those areas are important. They have been important for me too, Uh, but some of those areas I'll spend a little bit more time on because they've been so impactful for me. And if you're following this podcast, I'm assuming that you are a coach, you are a service-based business provider sharing expertise in your area of um, speciality, that you've got a number of years of experience, if not, many, many years of experience and you're putting that together in programs and packages and selling that. You're consulting and coaching to clients. So pretty much you are selling your expertise. And so if you can relate to that, then this episode is absolutely for you. So let's dive into some of the things that I have learned around environment and how that's so important. So you need to ask yourself, Is the current environment in which you're working, is it conducive to how you work best and optimally? Do you know what even an environment that helps you work at optimum levels, what that even is? And that kind of leads me to ask the question, how aware are you of what makes you tick? The environments, for instance, I know that I am more introverted than extroverted and many people kind of misunderstand the word introvert and extrovert. People think that an introvert is someone who is shy and an extrovert is someone who is not shy, who's able to go to events and able to talk to anyone and everyone, whereas there's some truth to that. But when I talk about introvert and extrovert, I'm I'm really pulling or drawing on the MBTI, Maya Briggs type indicator. And Maya Briggs, when they talked about introvert and extrovert, is where you gain your energy, recoup your energy. And for introverts... I'm putting my hand up here, we recoup, we restore our energy through spending time on our own, through, um, for me, particularly when I'm reading or when I'm sitting on my own, when there's silence there or when I can just be in my own thoughts, there's nothing I love more. Sometimes I'll be journaling. Sometimes I'll just be sitting. I love the sound of silence silence is bliss. Yet I know for extroverts who recoup their energy through interacting with others, through the conversations that I, they have, through the stimulation that they get through being in a room with other people and these conversations and toing and froing, they love that, which is why so many extroverts have really found their energy um, waning when so many of the conferences and so many workplaces have shut down. To the point where some of them have just not really been able to cope very well and that's because there's not that external stimulation with other people you need to be aware of that I know that in MBTI I am an INFJ there's only one to three percent of people that are INFJs and so I know that there are certain things that need to be in place for me to operate at my best. Do you know what that is for you? Something else that I know that's really important is I need deadlines to get me motivated. I need deadlines. If I was to say to myself, well, I'll get that done whenever I can. Well, whenever I can is not a firm date in my diary and it'll never get done. Uh, so I need to put dates on my calendar. I remember years ago when I was working in the career industry, uh, there'd be some clients who'd say, oh, whenever you can get around to it. And I knew that I had to put a firm date in my diary because otherwise it would never get done. If you don't schedule it, it will never be in my case, it'll never get done because I need to schedule things. I need to plan for things and 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 getting it in my schedule is so important. There's something else that uh, I learned about myself too. And, you know, because I came from the career industry, I think I was, um, not think, I know that through undergoing many of the certifications that I did, it was such a benefit for me and a blessing because many of the certifications in the personality types, the environmental types like DISC and MBTI and strong, um, you know, strength indicator, all of the different um, assessments I had to go through myself undertake because that was just part of the you know, certification and the things that I learned about myself was just incredible as it was for my clients So I really encourage you to spend some time in getting to know what what makes you tick. Maybe you're not motivated to do something because it's not a part of your skill set and not what you do naturally really well. There's something else that I learned uh, about myself when I took the Colby A. Now, the Colby A is a completely different measurement it measures the cognitive part of your mind. And I've actually copied and pasted something here in my notes from their website. Simply put, carnation drives action. Actions drive performance. And to understand how you and others achieve peak performance, you need to understand the cognitive part of your mind. Now, Kona, a conative is uh, really it measures the method of operation or your MO and it's your strength in that area. And there's four different areas. There's fact finder, follow through, quick start and implementor. Now, they're pretty simple to understand. Fact finder is someone who absolutely loves uh, researching information. They will research information till the cows come home. Follow through. They're the people that follow through their tasks. Quick start that's me. I love starting new projects, new creative projects, trying out different things, seeing how they worked. I love challenges as well. You know, creative projects and and challenges. I click into actions. And the last one is implementor, which is people who just implement. They love implementing things. Now, quick start. I'm a high quick start and low in implementing and follow through. And yet fact finder for me, kind of, uh, you know, on the pile. I like to do a little bit of fact finding, but just enough. And then I'm into action. So for me, I know that follow through is an area that I can get stuck on if it's left to me, but follow through is so important. If you've got systems and processes that, you know, need to be done. You don't put someone who's a quick start in charge of that because it's like, oh, um, I'll, I'll do it all. Can I change change it up and, and do things better? And it, yeah, it just won't happen. I just won't do it, which is why for me, I have now a team that helps me to do those follow-through activities that help me implement those activities. Otherwise it'll get done sometime. When I can get around to it, and as I mentioned to you before, if I go when I get around to it, it'll never get done. And with some of the follow-through stuff, I'll put it in my diary and then it'll get moved to the next day and then the next day and then the next day till all of a sudden it's about to hit the fan and then I'll get into action. But let's face it, that is not the way to run a business. Get clear on your strengths and where your giftings and talents lie and then work to that. Something else um, that I know to be true about myself is that I am a morning person. love early mornings, especially when it's quiet. No one else is around. I love it. And as I said, silence is, is bliss for me. And I know too that when people go to bed at a night time that I can get stuck into action as well. But I need to be mindful because sleep is so very important. We cannot run. I cannot run on X amount of hours of sleep. So you need to know when do, what time do I do my best work? Are you more focused and more motivated at a certain time? Will you make sure that some of the tasks that require your attention are scheduled at that time? Whereas I know towards the afternoon when I'm tired and I've, especially if I've had many meetings, being an introvert, I've been speaking with people, I'm not going to Um, schedule tasks that require a lot of thought and a lot of brain activity because I'm already worn down or wearing, you know, my energy is already wearing thin. So I'll do some tasks that don't require a lot of thought um, and a lot of uh, brain and, and thinking. So this, these are just things that revolve around the environment area of your business. And so you need to start thinking about that as well. Let's move on to the practical. And you've probably heard some of these things before. And the reason is they're so important. For me, it was so important to get focused and get clear and to document my vision and my mission. They are like the North Star. They keep me focused. They keep me on track. All of my annual goals fit around that and then my quarterly goals fit around that as well and they drive me forward. You've probably heard many other people saying around if if you're if, – if, if you're not clear on your vision, how do you know where you're going? And I've done some other podcasts on other episodes that on other podcasts that I have around distractions and what can distract you. And there's nothing worse than being drawn so thin across so many different projects, across so many different demands. And this could be external demands as well, where you put your hand up because you can't really say no, and you don't want to say no, because you don't want to hurt other people's feelings by saying no to that committee. And then that committee and then that involvement and then that project, and then you're running around doing this and that. The reason why you may be unmotivated is because you've got no energy. And so this really aligns with, you know, what is your mission and vision? Are those particular projects aligned with that? And are they building the momentum to drive you forward? And if not, then you need to question, do I need to continue to do this? if you do, you are going to find yourself low on energy and not being motivated. Get a team to support you. That is one of the best decisions that I made. And I remember years ago when I first hired my first VA, didn't work in my office, a VA virtual assistant doesn't need to work in your office. And now there's team that can be around the world that you never even meet, and a high-quality team and staff members that can support you. And if this is something that you're stuck with, reach out to me because I've got some great connections of my colleagues who actually run VA VA services to be able to get a good team behind you. Let me know and uh, I'll put you guys in touch with them because you need to make sure that your time is freed up to do the things that only you do so well and that's going to drive the business forward and one last thing about that is the systems and processes in your business do you have systems and processes to support you some of those practical steps like i know that i need to have um you know checklists, checklists and to-do lists that I can cross off. There is nothing more motivating for me than to see a list that I'm crossing off and then then there's three things left and then two things left and then one thing left. Sometimes what I do and to really get me into focus is and and into action and into motivation is I will verbally, I, I will tell someone. And so what I did a couple of weeks ago was on Facebook say, I'm just putting it out there that I'm committing to get this done and I'm getting it finished today and I'm going to circle back and I'm going to let you know how I went. I just did that and put it out there publicly because I knew that if I shared that publicly, that was going to click me into action because there was no way that I was not going to put finished there after I'd publicly announced it. So that may be for some of you, you need to get an accountability partner. You need to get yourself into a group who are going to hold you accountable in the nicest way, but empower you forward to get you into action. Cause you know, that if you've committed to doing something and you've told someone, they're going to check in with you at the end of the week. And I don't know about you, but that, that will click me into action. Cause there's no way that I'm going to report back and say, yeah, nah, didn't do it, didn't do it. Okay, so what are some practical things that you can put into place that helps keep you motivated? The third is physical. And I'm not telling anything that's rocket science here, but just a reminder of some of the important things. You cannot expect to work full steam ahead if the fuel you're putting into your tank isn't the right fuel as far as food, water, exercise, sleep. You can't run a business if you're so sleep deprived, if you're not eating Uh, and how easy is it for you? Maybe it's just me that you think, oh, I forgot to have breakfast or something like that because you just get stuck on a project and you forget that's not going to maintain your energy or your motivation because towards the afternoon, you're just going to plummet, plummet energy wise, and that's going to affect everything and how you show up. Um, Power naps, power naps. This is next on my list. So important. My daughter um, will often, she hasn't for a while because I think she's, she's realizing that she needs to take a power nap. She'll take a power nap. She used to message me, say, I'm just letting you know, because I feel like I need to tell someone so I don't feel guilty. I said, heck, take two power naps if you need it. There's no point stretching yourself so thin that you're almost falling asleep on your desk. Studies have shown that you are far more productive and efficient if you are feeling at your best. And if you take a 20-minute power nap, a 15-minute power nap, maybe even a 10-minute power nap just to, to reset, you can come back working far more efficiently and get things done far more quickly than if you are just draining yourself. And I don't know about you, but I have pushed sometimes to the point where I feel so sick. You are depleting your adrenal glands, which will impact you physically. And if you do that on a long-term basis and you get adrenal fatigue, there is a whole lot of stuff that you need to do to get back on track and you don't want to get to that place. So you let your body be an indicator of what's going on. If you're not listening to the signs, your body will take control and make some decisions for itself to get you into action. And I would much rather you start Uh, implementing some things to really help yourself. Something that I mentioned earlier about not getting enough sleep. Have you heard of the circadian rhythm? C-I-R-C-A-D-I-A-N. Now, I've taken this off the website, but I'm going to give you a link that you can find out a little bit more about it. Circadian rhythms are 24-hour cycles that are part of the body's internal clock, running in the background to carry out essential functions and processes. Now, one of the most important and well-known circadian rhythms is the sleep-wake cycle. Different systems of the body follow circadian rhythms that are synchronized with the master clock in the brain. Now, Your circadian rhythm may be very different from someone else's, but what can happen is if you are doing things or not doing things, you can actually interrupt that rhythm. So be mindful of that. There's a great article that I want to share, sleepfoundation.org forward slash circadian slash rhythm. Just because some someone else can maybe do with four hours of sleep. If you know you need seven or eight, get seven or eight hours sleep because it will catch up with you in the end and you do not want to be so emotion, uh, so physically drained, that's going to impact your motivation. If you're running on empty fumes, your body uh, is not going to, and even your mind, it's just not going to work properly. So please look after yourself Physically as well. This is an area, one of the areas that I have to work on very much. Uh, and that actually reminds me, before I go on to the last two, you may find that there are certain areas, a few areas in, in one or more of these areas that you need to get into place. And you may find that there's one particular area that you really struggle with. Now, it doesn't matter if you've got one area that you've got under control, you're ticking all the boxes, you're operating at 110% in that area. If other areas in your life and business are not working for you, it's going to impact that one area that you feel so proud about. It will, it will. Because you're an integrated, you're a holistic being. So you need to look after yourself in all of those areas because it will catch up with you. Okay, let's have a look at emotional. How are you feeling? How are you feeling really? How are you really feeling? Now, I asked you that the second time because I've often laughed or had a little chuckle with my family and I'd say, you know how people say to you, how are you feeling? You go, I'm really good, thanks. I'm really good, thanks. If they said to me, no, no, how are you really feeling? Then I'd probably take a step back. Well, you know, well, because sometimes that how are you feeling, how are you, can be a bit of a rhetorical question. But in this instance, I really want to ask you, how are you feeling? Because many of us around the world are still going through some significant change. You know, last year I lost my mother. However, because of the last pillar area of my life being strengthened, I've been able to get through that and can, you know, I'm at peace with that. I really am at peace. But I know for some people they can really struggle uh, and, and are. And so what can often happen is if you don't address things emotionally then secondary things can come so get the support that you need it's okay to not be okay but what's not okay is not getting the support that you need to surround yourself with people who will lift lift you up when you're not feeling the best that you find someone that you can um speak to and know that there's absolute confidence. There's no shame. There's no blame. There's nothing there, but someone who you can just share something with and just verbalize. And sometimes that's all we need, isn't it? I know sometimes my daughter and I will have chats and it's like, oh, we'll feel so much better after that. And off we go again. And, you know, bottling things up and not dealing with it, And healing from it, I think, can be one of the biggest inhibitors to really restricting your motivation. So how are you feeling? Do you feel like you've got a handle on things? And, again, it doesn't matter if maybe at the moment that you're in currently that you don't. I mean, many of us us don't have everything handled, but we've got things in place, support mechanisms in place, people that we can go to and chat, people who are praying for us, who are thinking about us, who are holding us up, even when we don't feel that we can, who are surrounding us. We've got that um, community to be able to sort of whatever it is that you need, go and find that and get that in place for yourself so that you don't, are not constantly living in that overwhelm or whatever it is. You know, it just is important and mentioned to you earlier about putting the right fuel in in our bodies you need to be mindful of the fuel that you are putting into your mind what are you putting into your mind you know it, Uh, There's a Bible verse, I'm paraphrasing, but it says, renew your mind every morning, renew your mind every morning, because the things that happen in your mind that is going on, the inner chatter, the conversations that you surround yourself with, the people that you surround yourself with can impact you emotionally. And if it's not empowering you, if it's not inspiring you, if it's not supporting and lifting you up and it's doing the opposite, and that is going to definitely inhibit your motivation. That is definitely going to, going to impact it that negatively. Some other things that can often happen in your mind, particularly if you let that inner critic go to town, is that you can start comparing yourself to other people and measure where they're at and have that as your measuring stick, as your guide on what you should be aiming for. They're not you they haven't been through your experience. They don't know, you don't know what's going on. They don't know what's going on in your life and vice versa. So how on earth can you compare yourself? And in actual fact, go and listen to episode 281, where I shared about how we should never, ever compare on price. And the reason I shared that was because often then when we start comparing on price, we've completely negated what makes us unique. You are uncomparable, incomparable, No one can be compared to you, your journey, your fingerprints. I mean, go back and listen to that episode. But I share that here now is because you might be seeing other people who are able to cope well, who are able to show up and just seem okay, whereas you're not, but you're struggling through, you're not getting the right support, please do. And then because then what ends up happening is you don't feel good enough, you might feel like an imposter You might start saying things like, you know, everyone else can do it, but not me. It's easy for everyone else, but not me. Um, You know, it's impossible for me. Be mindful about what you think, the thoughts that you allow to rattle around in your head and the words that you speak over yourself, because what comes out of your mouth and what's going on in your mind will impact your thoughts and your beliefs and your behavior and your actions, and that will impact the outcome. And, you know, you will seek out the evidence to to prove your belief is true. I'll say that again. You will seek the evidence that you need to prove your belief is true. So if you believe you are not good enough, that success is not possible for you or whatever it is, guess what? You're going to seek that evidence. You're not going to take the right behavior. You're not going to surround yourself with the people that you need to. That's going to impact your motivation because guess what? You are getting the result that you expect. You are getting the exact result that you expect, and if it's a result that's, again, not one that you wanted and there it is again, you got that result, that's going to impact your motivation because you might be saying, well, what's the point of me doing anything? It never works anyway. It's that vicious cycle. You need to break through that. So be mindful about what you're letting into your mind, how it's impacting you emotionally. Because we are emotional, spiritual beings, that's it. And if we're not looking after ourselves, it's going to impact us physically. And if we're not looking after ourselves physically, it's going to impact ourselves emotionally and spiritually. It just just will because we are holistic beings. So be mindful. And that leads me to my last one. How are you looking after yourself spiritually? And do do you even consider that. Now, for for some of you, you may like me be Christian and we know how important it is to, in in this area of our life, and this can impact everything, especially if we're building a kingdom focused business. Now, for me, one of the most impactful things that I did in my business and my life was to realize how this underpins everything that I do you know and in the bible it says seek him first he will make your paths straight you know seek his counsel and i'm a tr- i believe that's as my creator my you know the 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 my father the lord who created me knows me more better than i know myself and so who better to go to to say hey can you show me what I'm doing wrong? Where, where do I need? What, what do I need to do, not do? Can you guide me? Who better than to go and seek from someone who knows me inside out and round about uh, who created me? So that's what I've been doing over the last probably 18 months, more than that actually, but really taking focused action and what I need um, to be able to really nurture myself spiritually. And so how that looks like, every morning I map out some time, spend time on... you know, different Bible studies, different. Um, even if it's a, a couple of verses on something, and then someone's written written a paragraph that kind of allows me to see it in a in a way that's very practical in my life and what what I could be doing. And journaling has really helped. Being at spending time in prayer has really helped me as well. So much so that there's things that I've really just let go of because they're out of my control. And I know what I need to be focusing on. You know, currently I'm reading a book called Releasing Spiritual Gifts by James W. Gold. It's been absolutely amazing. What do you need to do as part of your spiritual journey? Do you even have one? Maybe it's not. Maybe that's void or devoid. Is that a word devoid? And maybe you do need to start spending some time in that particular area. So those are the five different areas that I know are so important, have been anyway in my life, and I encourage you to look at each of those areas and to ask yourself, is this working really well for me? And if not, what do I need to do to be able to change that? What things can I implement? What can I be doing more of? What do I need to be letting, what can I let go of to support me in that area so that I create an environment, that is conducive to the way that I work my best, that there are practical steps to be able to help me operate and maintain the momentum that I'm building so that my motivation, you know, continues to just be at top, top level. What are some physical things that I need to be doing to be able to look after myself physically with food, water, exercise, sleep, emotionally, am I looking after myself emotionally And spiritually as well. Now, if this is something that you think I need more support in all of those different areas and I need a community, people that I can go to, uh, especially around the business building community, then can I encourage you to check out the influencealliance.com. That's my business building community for change makers who want to build that sustainable, scalable business. But particularly we deal with the mindset stuff. I mean, this week is a week one of the weeks that we have in the Influence Alliance is to do some Q&As, to really debrief. You know, there's a great opportunity to be able to spend some time in really just unpacking things and being able to do so with other incredible business owners who've got your back. So if you don't have a community of other people who are up to great stuff, there's no competition. There's no such thing as competition, but there certainly is of collaboration where you get an awesome group of people who are not intimidated by other people's greatness, but rather who build each other up. If you're looking for that sort of community, then can I invite you to consider joining the Influence Alliance. But reach out to me. Reach out to me if something that you've heard today, you think, I really struggle with this and I don't have someone in my team to be able to support me or in my community to support me, then reach out, send me an email, info at anmariecross.com. Let me know what that is. And perhaps we can set up a time to have a chat and see how I might be able to support you. But maybe you have recognized that there is someone in your community that you think I've got to, I'm going to make an appointment and I'm going to have a chat to see how that might work moving forward. Because doing the same thing over and over again and hoping that your motivation is going to increase, what it's, it can be likened to that saying that we know, continue to do the same thing over and over again, you're going to get the same results. So something has to change, maybe in more of those areas or maybe just one of those areas, but whatever it is, take action today, make the decision, take the action and follow it through. Anyway, hope that was helpful. Let me know what you've uh, learned and aha. There's probably an area where you can leave comments or if you'd like to speak to me privately or send an aha to me privately, info at We'll uh, We'll get your message to me. Look forward to hearing from you till then have an incredible rest of the day and week and here's to building your successful sustainable scalable business that you love so that you can make a much bigger impact in the world bye for now
0: this podcast is brought to you by the influencealliance.com want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. That's theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.